and viewers like you. Thank you. No. No. <laughs> Furry and brown. One of them was like, I've gotten to the bottom of the 9-11 conspiracy. It was handicapped faggots. He actually saved a black kid, you fucking bigot. I just need to. I have to. I have the cat box. I have to clean the rabbit box. I have to clean the fight. Yeah, I, I was yeah. just doing a bunch of shit, and then um, I came home to the parts I ordered for the oh, AC fuck. finally yeah. came in. Yeah. And they sent me the wrong bolts. Ah. Oh, so well, I was. You can buy those at the hardware store, though. I was furious. I made something else work. I Portuguese rigged it. There we go. But um, did you still have the glass? Huh? Didn't you get a glass because like it was, it was something gay on it? No, yeah. no, I got a free glass because because I'm friends with the guys at the liquor store. <laughs> Very classily. No, remember? Basically, Kenny wasn't there a wasn't there a four chan thing where you could get one in uh, like engraved? What? Wasn't that a what thing? What are you talking about? There was a thing. I have no song, by the way. We can roll. There was a thing where you could get like a. I'm already rolling. Okay, cool. Where you could get like an etched. Stella Artois glass. And Why I th- would you do that? I thought you had one. No. That was like a 4chan no. thing years ago. I, got, I think I have a Stella Artois glass, but I just got it at the liquor store. It was it was like you do. Scott I lived with. That's who oh, it was. Oh, it was Scott. But it was like oh, a... Oh, like okay. A, I get it. It wasn't this Scott. It was your favorite Scott. Yep. <laughs> He's not Jewish, it. so it's not hard. True. Yeah. That's actually an easy option. No competition. Actually, he sucks. No, I'm just kidding. I like him. <laughs> um, what up, dog? Uh, Marshall is retarded and gay, and his mom's stitches are coming out, so uh, that's why he's not here tonight. Um, Cinebuckalypse now shows up. <laughs> I actually like this way in the intro. Just get it out of the way, because it's, I always wonder when we should say it. Yeah, say you what? You know what I mean? Cinebuckalypse now show we talk about movies. By the way, we're back in the OG we're studio. In the original recording studio, aka You may hear Fatso's TV. AKA downstairs, aka in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're also deaf gonna hear us fucking washing our hands at some point, probably. <laughs> With your boys. With your boys. Scott Lizard Abrams. Gabby good to his mother Tasheda. The Dawn. And um Marshall's, Marshall's, Marshall's gay. Good. You know, Denzel said something really funny to me over the weekend. What was that? I uh, I asked him what he was doing this weekend, and he said, it's the weekend, and I'm British. I'm drunk. Oh, I actually, <laughs> I saw that. It came up in my notification. Yeah. <laughs> I opened it up at work, and I laughed, and then I just put my phone yeah. away. <laughs> Man, what a lad. <laughs> anyway, I got lots to talk about, by the way. Um... First of all, we're doing a review tonight, and we did see the new Tarantino film, Sans Somebody. Yeah, who we paid for who we a ticket paid for. paid for a ticket for. <laughs> Actually, you guys paid for That's a ticket true. for. No, no, we all did, because it was our podcast money. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, but we're... Well... 
We would be actually, nowhere. I, I actually hate the Marshall ticket. Let's be honest. We here. would be nowhere without our listeners. That's true. Thank you, by the way. No, I and actually, viewers like you. Thank you. I actually ate the I ate the cost of it for Marshall specifically because I want him to pay me back directly. Would you get popcorn or something? No, I didn't. No, what I'm saying no. is <laughs> movie theater spring rolls. No. <laughs> by the way, that is rocks my socks. That's that doesn't thing. make any sense to me. No, I, I put um, it in his podcast topics. Good, good. Um, no, I uh, I uh, didn't take the fully full amount. I didn't do it till after the show. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we saw uh, the new Tarantino film. We'll get into that later. <laughs> We'll say. As we do. Like you do. Um, but also, I wanted to talk to you guys about... Um, do you ever guys... Do you guys ever play, like, freeware or shareware games as a kid? Uh, as a kid? No, you, not really. Oh, as adult, too? I did, did you? I feel like I have like as an adult. Um, well, remember those uh, stupid uh, discs that you'd buy, like TJ Maxx, where it's like 100 fucking action games that will blow your fucking <laughs> stupid child mind? I've actually bought a lot of computer games from TJ Maxx. Ding, ding. <laughs> Most of those games were shareware, where you get to play the first three levels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then I, it's like, go f- fuck yourself. Here's the n- fucking 1-800 phone number to call to get the full game. <laughs> one of my favorite, like, demo game discs that I ever got was mm-hmm. the... It was the Chex Quest, which was a... Hell yeah, dude. Which was a Doom, Doom. Doom clone. Doom. And it came on the Except back... you shoot Chex at people. It was like that and an AOL, like, free CD. Hell and it yeah. came in, it's like the cereal box. Mm-hmm. And I remember playing the shit out of that on my, like, mom's Windows I 95. I love how that was, like, a, um, there was a couple Newgrounds games, which they utilized the AOL free disc as a weapon. <laughs> that fucking was hilarious. I was going to say, when you're saying freeware, I think of all the crap Flash games that we used to play. Well, that's we just were, a whole different thing. Me and you were huge on oh Newgrounds. Oh, my God. I was Newgrounds central, dude. Yes. I had a fucking rated account. Like, I was considered one of the Newgrounds elite. You had the high score on Faith Fighter. Hell yeah. <laughs> we, we would always uh, wait to or post. Or you could play as Muhammad, by the way. <laughs> wait yep. to post on the homepage. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've talked about this before, but I mean... We might have, That actually, was a big yeah. part of our childhood, was fucking playing that games. That summer playing fucking, yeah, new uh, Flash games and shit. No, but I meant, like, um, those games, like I said, where like it's like 100 action games. You know, it's like seven ninety nine or whatever. I never like had th- those. Oh really? My dad bought me a few of them, and it was so funny too because like both my parents are like such like computer boomers. Like um, I remember, uh, you know that game Glover? Yeah, yeah. It's uh. Do you remember that? You literally play as a glove that walks around like this. It was it was a platformer uh, where you're like basically the hamburger helper. You throw guy. a ball, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you throw like a ball helper. around as your weapon slash like obstacle to jump over shit. Yeah, I remember my mom bought it for me for PC, and she was like, "What the fuck?" I remember I tried to play it, and like our computer sucked too bad. I can remember some of the games. I uh, one of them was like Bugs Bunny, like travels through time or some shit that I bought it to. Isn't that like a SNES game? No, it was on, um, I think it was on PlayStation 1, too. Okay. Like, as well. Yeah. Um, that one's actually, I remember it being good, but all the games that you I like. such, like, rose-colored glasses for these kind of games, though. All, all the games you I like. do, though. They the probably. 90s. Dude, my kids. <laughs> I love my kids. 
That's not that bad of a game. I'm sure it's not the worst out of all the games you, you played as a kid. You can't just take what angry video game nerd says about all the I'm games. I'm aware. I, look, I'm willing to accept that McKids might be a decent game. I'm not willing to accept that the uh, Karate Kid is. <laughs> is that I, fair? I didn't say it was a good game. I said I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, okay, I know. You have rose-colored glasses. That's okay. I'm not the, talking shit. Specifically because I thought all the bonus levels were so cool, and I remember, like... <laughs> Anything Dude, that you was could, you could get a fly with the chopsticks. Anything that was like almost picture quality on NES, it I was wasn't, like, though. I was like, look at the video, like, look at the playback. Whoa, it's a good game to play while you're eating paint chips. <laughs> Do you remember thinking back about like PlayStation One, like playing Tony Hawk or Metal Gear Solid? Oh yeah, it looked so perfect. Yeah, no, but I you, was like, I can't imagine head, a game. I can't imagine a game that's more accurate to real life than this. In your head, it's amazing. Yeah. And then you yeah. go back and play it, and you're like, they have all fucking smushed faces. It's, it's the Mandela Dude, effect. They're pixelated. They, they, they were, I think it's the retarded kid effect. Same thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> They showed True. you. They showed you enough that your mind kind of just filled, filled in, in the, the blanks. blanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like they would just shake their head while they were talking. Kind of dialogue. the po- kind of the polar opposite of um, of uh, Ren and Stimpy. I say this because Ren and Stimpy had those bizarre, like very disgustingly graphic, like portraits. Yes. See what I'm talking about? When it would be like his hairy back and it would just be Right, like, it's just like pustules like coming out of some disgusting fat back. So it's opposite that. Yeah. I'm right. just saying, all they had to do was have the guy talking, Colonel, and he would be moving his mouth like this. No, the, those parts were all fucking literally static images of a fucking picture of a guy. But it would just be, well, uh, yeah, the codec parts. Yes, yes. But I'm saying like when he was doing dialogue and he's like shaking his head. Oh, right, right, In right. my mind, I saw his mouth moving. I saw facial expressions, but none of those are there. Well, I think actually, Gabe, your reason that you feel that way about it is because uh, David Hayter's uh, voiceover is extremely well acted. I like, yeah. I, well, not well acted. It's because <laughs> he's not like a good actor, but it's perfectly toned for the character. Uh, fair yeah yeah it's like that's he's literally playing snake pliskin aka kurt russell who by the way has a weirdly large role in this film we're going to be watching tonight i didn't say weirdly large well, he's the he's the narrator yeah when he voiceovers yeah, that was strange. yeah i was like why did they use a guy who was in the movie earlier i mean i like his voice obviously but yeah. why did they not save him for why just that, that character anyway sorry anyway um Don, do you remember when we used to do a Mr. Rogers prank phone calls? I do. Have we talked about this? Wait, I think the answer is no. No. (laughs) Furry and brown. Did we talk about this, Gabe? I mean, I feel like it's appropriate with the the new trailer. Right, that's what we're... I wanted to bring that. That's the reason what made me think of it, yeah. Uh, I saw an Onion article. I know. He's literally doing like a bad impression. Oh, it's... Of... He he did look like him at a, at a, in a couple of shots. I have to say, yeah, I but guess, but they dolled him up to look like him. Ob- yeah, obviously. Yeah, um, I saw an Onion article that was Tom Hanks uh, sets out to play every like American, <laughs> and then we saw that like that week this weekend. So the tra- um, the trailer. You guys know, what, what's I'm it called? A, I'm gay for Mister Rogers. Um, did you see the documentary? 
No, I didn't. You're a documentary. No. You should, you should watch the documentary and just skip the Tom Hanks movie, honestly. Sure, yeah, yeah, If yeah. you want to get your, like, Mr. Rogers fix. I don't need it. I watch the song videos regularly. <laughs> I got my fix, like, the three times I watched it as a child. Yeah? You're not a That's fan? That's it? A little too rapey for me. I don't consider him rapey. There's something. There's something off. There's something. I think. I think he's like a autistic person. Do you know what I, I mean? I would buy that, but yeah, I think it goes beyond that. I think he's like such like. Well, you know what it is. He's like one of those. Um, I know it doesn't exist in our world because we've a grown up in the depraved Jew influenced society that we did yeah um but uh i do feel like at least in the time that he was growing up there were good christian people who had like legit values and legit actually cared about children while also not wanting to rape them (laughs) i think i mean i think he's an example i don't think it exists anymore of a legitimately wholesome person he's like a christ like he just wanted to help kids maybe i don't know maybe there's you're some, right don there's, there's some dirt there's gotta be there's gotta be some dirt i bet he I feel fucked like that's his wife like uh, he beat the shit out of her in bed hey 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 <laughs> i feel like we think this way because we we because we're sick fox no Is that what you're trying we're projecting to say? no yeah. because we're projecting onto this <laughs> this christ like these, these wholesome said. characters that we grew up with are the Bill Cosby's and the Mike, uh, Michael Jackson's. Bill Cosby, you, he made rapey jokes. Come on, Spanish Fly. There's a whole bit on the Cosby show where the kids accidentally drink something he meant for the wife. He, uh, I'm not kidding. Yeah, the barbecue sauce. Yes. That's my special barbecue sauce. Correct the mundo. Um, We're Fonzie over here. But I'm saying is that these wholesome like father figures came out later. Well, Michael Jackson, not so much, but you know what he I'm saying. He was never father-like. He that's was why, childlike. That's why I said not so much. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go but ahead. Bill Cosby, uh, the dad from Seventh Heaven. I knew that guy was fucking sketch right away, dude. Come on, look at his fucking... He looks like Chris... By the way, Chris Hansen also looks sketch for what it's worth. <laughs> why don't you take a seat? <laughs> <laughs> that dude needed to take a seat years ago. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like that's why, because I watched... I watched that documentary with a friend of mine. Yeah. And she was like, ah, oh, it seems kind of creepy. And I was like, no, it's Mr. Rogers. He's not creepy. Again with the rose-tinted glasses. Right. Mm, I'm with him on this one, though. I don't, because I don't have a close, This is one like, of the few people I would defend, honestly. I don't, I don't have a close childhood connection with the show, so I'm able to be more objective, I think. Sure. I think you guys are... Well, actually, can I say that I actually wasn't, like, a super-duper fan as a kid? I actually found it in my, uh... In, wait, 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 no. I'm just talking about the songs. He's a great songwriter. Is he? Scott and his childlike innocence. Yes. Are you trying to rob me of my newfound... <laughs> no, but I have a right to laugh at it. <laughs> True. I was, like, trying to get sober, like... <laughs> was, he was it worked along. so well, by the way. Um, but <laughs> no, I He's was, got like, four beers in front of him right now. Shut yeah. the fuck up! You don't have to say that. Did you Come smoke on. before we came? No. Never. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, whatever. <laughs> that said, um, we did some pretty fucking hilarious, um, uh, prank phone calls with a, a Mr. Rogers soundboard, however. Did we talk about this? I'm really not sure. I'm pretty sure we have. We okay. touched upon it. Well, I don't think so. I hope... Because I don't remember it, 
and the two episodes that I had weren't. Uh, we definitely didn't I talk about on, when you weren't here. Yeah, we that, that I wasn't, that wasn't on, a thing. Well, I listened to them, and they're not on that. Yeah. We touched. We touched upon it. We didn't go into depth. But I mean, how much depth can you go into? Really? Well, the fact that Samantha was the point woman. She was good at it, dude. She rocks, dude. She was. <laughs> what do you mean the point woman? Like she was up at the she. Okay, so this is how we did it. <laughs> Don was in charge of audio, <laughs> as per usual. Yeah, I was in charge of a figuring out what number to call yes. next, yep. and furthermore, also kind of directing what she should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as much, obviously, because she was ultimately in charge of it. Yeah. Um, but there was this not that much to work with on the <laughs> Mr. Rogers Sour. We can totally pull it up right now, by the way, but we're not gonna. Um, I could probably literally do a perfect impression of almost every, every one of them. On yeah, 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 yeah. So we called up a bunch of people, and like, as the night went on, they got funnier, but also people got more pissed because it was, it was like late, three o'clock in the morning. It wasn't that late. It was like no, it was. But I think it was like twelve thirty. You no, know, by the time shit came to a head, it was like two, three in the I morning. I didn't realize. Yeah, because you don't think about that when you're a kid. Also, we were retarded and we didn't know how to use uh, star, star six, six seven. seven. Yeah, so people just had my number and they would call back. <laughs> and they and some of, playing the phone. and some of them thought like it was a real. They didn't realize it was a soundboard or, or someone fucking around. They're like, "Hey, Fred, you shouldn't be calling this late." <laughs> like literally, because <laughs> hey, well, let me Rogers just say this like, back. Well, no, because we called up and we're like, "Hello." This is, this is Fred, Fred Rogers. <laughs> Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Because <laughs> the answer is Mr. Rogers, because there was actually a bit on the... Sh- yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, we called up people about a missing cat. Yeah. I have this neighbor. He has a missing cat. He kind of has a, a Baltimore accent, by Yeah, the way. he kind of does. Yeah. That's, that's weird. I remember some of our neighbors who were studying ballet dancing. They had a act no. where one, some of them were pretending to be a family of squirrels. No, it was rac- a they- family of raccoons. <laughs> raccoons. And they made up a dance. Oh shit! Actually, just kidding. He's from Philly. Oh, it's a Philly accent. Yeah, yeah that's why we're doing the Philly accent. Yeah. There you go. They have it. Uh, but yeah, so also one of the things, so we, they made up a dance to represent this family. Yep. <laughs> and then eventually someone called the police. Someone on. called the cops and the cops called us. And this is Samantha. Yeah, she pretended, <laughs> she pretended to be our mother. <laughs> oh, my kids are, did she do this? The, 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 I don't, rem- do this, I don't remember the that. Zoo, the zoo but, but then eventually they were, they, um, they were like, what's your address? And she's like, uh, why do you want to know our address? <laughs> and they're like, give the phone to your real mother. <laughs> and, she di- and she did. My mother yeah, was pissed. And we, she was very mad at us. But yep. it was the funniest three hours of it my was, life, it possibly. Was, it was short-lived, but it was... I mean, up to that time, right? Yeah. No, still. No, still. <laughs> yeah, come on. Dude, imagine being able to do, like, to spend three hours duping dumb boomers <laughs> that you're Mr. Rogers, and them not getting the bit. Yeah, exactly. I think someone said, oh, you're Fred Rogers. So, some woman said, yeah, right, and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> so funny I'm glad we talked about that that's very happy that makes me very happy um by the way uh we're, we're very close to my grandfather right now speaking of boomers and um uh did I ever tell you about my grandfather's um Easton garbage conspiracy 
<laughs> well, I mean, yes, yes, you did, but it's gonna be it's, it, gonna be it's in the in bin. The, it's in the trash. So you can go ahead again. Oh, we're not gonna do. Oh, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna put that out. Mm, I think I it's don't think terrible. we should. I mean, unless yeah. we get tremendous uh, Patreon support. Yeah. In, in, in fair enough. The thousand dollar so bracket you, gets you that episode yeah, of Doctor yeah. The thousand dollar limit is what's gonna make us put out the Killer Bean. <laughs> us episode. watching forty minutes of of Killer Bean and turning it so off. So bad. Can we Mar- talk about that Mar- for a second? Yeah, let's talk about Marshall Rex everything. Yeah. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> I still love him. I do too, but fuck him. Yeah, he's still a fucking retard. Yeah. Well, we don't go too far. But I don't want to <laughs> talk about it too much because I don't want to entice people to want to watch this <laughs> come like, on wouldn't you love to be at that level of fame where people cared so much that they, they hear the lost episode they want to hear your garbage yeah <laughs> i'm not even saying that i don't want them to click on that youtube video it is God, a bad movie yeah, yeah. i don't want to do that to my fans <laughs> you're mighty that's mighty what are you yeah yeah very altruistic. all right well fine we won't talk about that it's actually here is a little enticement i talked about my grandfather's garbage eastern conspiracy on yeah. the lost episode of dr evans horror theater <laughs> do you know what's funny i wanted to try uh, get rid of the futon at the apartment today yeah and i strongly considered if i couldn't dump it at somebody's house i wanted to <laughs> dump it down near the lake and then just drive away. <laughs> You'd get away with it. Thus. Because you're an Easton piece of shit. Property of Easton. Hey, Property. Just right there. We're like right. Easton rocks. We're right <laughs> on it. Yeah. We're right over the line, too. I know. So it's close be, to Easton. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. And then your grandfather would be like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> just write Easton on it. I fucking knew it. Write the Easton zip code on it. Um, did you guys see that over the weekend? Um so there's two possibilities. We're living in a world right now where there's two universes. One in which Steve-O's Twitter was hacked and uh, some things that he didn't approve of or post. Ted. Okay. When? <laughs> Over the weekend. Over this weekend? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, in the other universe, Steve-O is a full 1488 Jew conspiracy theorist. That's the world I want to live in. <laughs> right? Because over the weekend he posted... You ever seen one of those images where it like shows all of the board of directors of CNN and they all have uh, Jewish stars next to their <laughs> faces? No, but that sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, it is, like, fact. But um, he's saying, oh my god, someone hacked my... Someone hacked my Twitter. I didn't mean to post that. <laughs> So there's two universes we could be living in right so now. So was it one post or was it multiple posts? Just one. Hmm. That's what makes me think. Because yeah. let me contrast that with over the weekend, Jessica Alba's account was also hacked. And she posted about those six... Are, those are two different tiered celebrities. I'm aware. But she posted 16 things that were wild. <laughs> and uh, they were so wild that I believe it wasn't her. Mm-hmm. Like one of them was said... Um, one of them was like, I've gotten to the bottom of the 9-11 conspiracy. It was handicapped faggots who committed the act. It's like the well. Clearly a 15-year-old guy yeah. <laughs> fucking hacked her Twitter, figured out her password, and got on there and posted handicapped faggots. There was like four or five tweets that included the phrase handicapped faggots. <laughs> So, when I say that, when she said, oh my god, my Twitter got hacked. You bought it. I bought it. Right. Correct. Steve-O, <laughs> on the other hand, posted one wild tweet, and it was that. Also, what, <laughs> like, what kind of enemies does Steve-O have? 
the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying he's apparently been sober. I don't know if you. I his, bet he is. I actually considered picking Listen, his a documentary. Very sober, a sober for your a documentary a so, month. Yeah, I considered so, it. Gabe, really? a sober mind will always point to the idea that the Jews run the media. Fair enough. Hey, man. <laughs> I was going to say maybe he was uh, doing back on nitrous, but, you know. I don't think so. I don't think so in this instance. By the way, I want to check out nitrous. My dad is apparently a huge fan. Oh, boy. He has his own tank. I found it while we were, like, cleaning out his garage one time. Tisk tisk. <laughs> Him and I'm his, putting my dad on blast right yeah. now. <laughs> First the dust old man weed. Now this? I know. Ugh. His weed really stinks, by the way. It's old man weed. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say that's related to that? Um, oh, yeah. I heard a fish song that I like today. <laughs> I've heard it before. Did he just get up to pee? <laughs> no, he's leaving. He's leaving. Gabe has left the building. Oh, he's gone. What the fuck? That sucks. He's probably never coming back. I hope he never... You could have, like, been a little bit more stealthy with walking back. I just needed that. I could could cut this part out. That's okay. It could be at the end. (laughs) It's true. I didn't write that down. I was just thinking about it. (laughs) I'll I'll put put that at the end. Fine. (laughs) I'll stop all the music, and then it'll be like, Hey, so I I heard this fish song that I like. You should make that the end credits. Door slammed. Um, damn nigga. Oh, uh, the thing I wanted to bring up to um, Marshall is that um, you guys know who Christopher Dorner is? Nope. Um, he's a guy who killed like seven people. <laughs> oh well, let me get to the after that. We'll talk about the today's uh, mass shooting. Um, Is there one I didn't even hear about it? Yeah. Oh. That's good. It probably wasn't, you know, politically, you know, uh, expedient to yeah. the media. I see. I see. If you know what if I mean. It doesn't, right. If it doesn't fit into, like, what, the narrative. They, yeah, what they think of, then, yeah. then it, no. it goes away. Bye-bye. Gotcha. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk about that later. Actually, there's a couple funny deeds from it. Can't wait. But um, uh, Christopher Dorner uh, was this guy. He was a black um, cop who uh, served in Iraq, probably had either PTSD or CTE. Okay. Um, And he killed, like, seven cops because he was on the job as a cop in L.A. and saw how fucking racist they were. Like, legit racist. Like, we actually beat... Like, we beat up black guys secretly. See? Racist. Mm -hmm. See? And not in Boston. Ding, ding. (laughs) Well, L.A.'s fucking notoriously fucking racist cops. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they like to point the finger at us. What? Yeah, they always call us racist. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, we are, but I mean, it's not the point. <laughs> the cops aren't. The cops yeah. are very, very woke here. Yeah. Anyway, so this is the thing. He was, a, like I said, a um, he was a, uh, a vet, but also in his manifesto, he wrote a manifesto, by the way. Yeah. Um, and it was based off of, like, two incidents in which he saw cops mishandle uh, some people who were probably innocent oh. or whatever. Which, I'm sure he's right, by the way. He's a cop. Like, they very rarely cross lines like that. 
they usually get so brainwashed into the administration that they're like gaily protect their own over yeah exactly overly protective of fucking other pigs gotcha um so he saw two incidents of that so he fucking he went to the police chief and shot him and like his secretary <laughs> i know it's kind of fucked Harsh. up but um just here's the funny minutes of it mr dorner actually fired three shots <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but anyway, he shouts out Louis C.K. and Patrice O'Neill in his manifesto. That's bizarre. Shout out to Louis C.K. Shout out Louis C.K. But fapping in front of bitches. <laughs> no, but for like for comedy. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, this is fucking bizarre, dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then also, um, oh, what was the other funny thing? Oh yeah, he mentioned something about one of his guys who was in Iraq with him, and he refers to him as. A salty Mustang. What the fuck does that mean? And that's why I was going to ask Marshall, because it's apparently a military term. Salty Mustang. Hmm. Do you want to Google it? It sounds sounds pretty gay. It It sounds faggy as shit. That's why I wanted to ask this gay fuck. (laughs) That sounds like some spermy horse dick. That's what it sounds like. like Salty Mustang. Yeah. By the way, there's nothing. I was a salty Mustang. So maybe he literally sucked this guy's dick. <laughs> someone in a, a, a comment section of like a, of of someone posted his uh, his manifesto mm-hmm. said what they knew what that meant in a military context. Though, maybe they're just DLNs. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the recent uh, shooter that you're talking about? No, no. This is from like two. It happened while I worked at my current job, but it was right after I got it. It Took place in L.A. Um, So we're talking like 2012. No, earlier than that. Like probably 2009. All right. Eight nine. Mm -hmm. Um, And yes, a former military guy, black, uh, very Oreo though. You know what I mean? He wasn't like a yo. I'm a cop. But, uh, yeah. All right. Look it up. Salty Mustang. Yeah, someone... Anyone who can email us what Salty Mustang really means, uh, we'll also ask Marshall Not next episode. Title. <laughs> salty Mustang. Yeah, it actually is. I like it. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. Christopher Dorner. Can't corner the Dorner, as they say on the <laughs> internet. Um, so who, who's this shooter that you want to talk oh, about? Oh, uh, I don't know who it is yet. Let's, let's see. Let me Google it. It was at a garlic festival in the South. Huh. Yeah, um, it, it is a white guy, um, but it doesn't seem like it was ideologically motivated because the last post he had on his Instagram was fucking garlic festival cunts. Like you know, so was... way to pay way too much money to drink overpriced drinks. Like that was his last post. Overpriced. So he might have just been like a work, not workplace, but like a you know guy went postal kind of thing. It wasn't like he's like a right wing extremist. What or kind anything. of drinks are you getting at a garlic festival? Well, I've uh, my boss told me I because I, he was telling me one weekend that he was going to a garlic festival and he was like there wasn't that much garlic there. I'll be honest, <laughs> I was kind of disappointed how little garlic there was, and um, yeah, it was kind of just like a craft beer thing. That's really weird. Yeah, right. Why is it called they a garlic? They pickle garlic. Festival? I mean. 
When you say garlic festival, I I assume that garlic's gonna be on kind the, of in the name. on the like. That's gonna be everything. Right. That's that's it all. I went to a taco festival. Actually, that sucked. That sucked. You talked about it in the show. If I I'm not did. Mistaken. Yeah. Go back to the Cinco de Mayo special. Um. That and that does suck because it put me off to all any any times like there was a Boston Pizza Festival and I'm like I don't want to relive it. <laughs> okay, so apparently nine people died, thirty nine people got uh, got injured. Got, got. What do you mean? Got got hurt. hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Injured. Um. Yeah. I'm not we're, a very good KD. We're not all black here, Scott. You need. To... Well, he was using a AR-15 or something. Also, by the way, they had security at the place. Um, and there was like, you know, what's it called? Um, barricades? No. Yes. But also, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Bulletproof uh, glass? No. Uh, metal detectors. But he cut a hole in the fence. This with your arms does not mean metal detector. <laughs> Scott making rectangles with his arms what else means you get metal from detector. That? Yeah, duh. Um, but he cut a hole in the fence with wire cutters. All right, pretty also, Rambo. Also, furthermore, he bought the gun in Nevada and brought it over to California. Illegally. Mm-hmm. It was a legal gun. An illegal gun. So it doesn't fit the fucking narrative. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. Denzel, stop it. <laughs> it wasn't him. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, boring story, honestly. I mean, the guy was clearly just a fucking loser. Kramer. It was Kramer. Kramer shot up the garlic festival. <laughs> that mmm guy. That N guy. That mmm guy. Yeah. Fuck him. Also, he said something recently on Instagram about how fucking white people, so it really doesn't fit the narrative. What, this guy? Yeah. All right, let's talk about the movie. Do you want to pee? What are we at? 35. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, Gabe? I got. I, I don't know how much this is gonna get off, but we'll get a couple minutes. I've recently, um, I've recently seen multiple people posting about this, and yeah. I feel like it's such a non-issue mm-hmm. that I felt like I needed to bring it up on the show. Okay, please. Oh, were you talking about? Wait, I think I know what this is. Can I make a bet? Or not a bet, but a guess. Sure. The tranny in in Canada? No. Nope. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? No. We can talk about that for a sec afterwards. Go ahead, though. Um, people posting like it'll be like these I mean I would call it a meme but it's not it's like a in protest kind of thing yeah oh it's, it's like a woke meme yeah basically yep. which is gayer than the, the low exactly the lowest form of meme where it's like stop uh stop discriminating against people in the workplace for having tattoos and earrings oh so we covered this but is do you see a new one it's just like that. Literally, this has, is an update. We I remember the last time we talked about we were in this room. This, <laughs> I don't remember talking about this, but it's like Deja vu. this hasn't been an issue in like I ten know. years. No one. It's one of those ones like, hey, still think they're gonna look like shit when they're older, and it's like an old old woman. No, and yeah, they look like shit. <laughs> this is specifically in like the workplace. Oh, still think he's a piece of shit. He actually saved a black child from getting shot by a white cop. <laughs> Is it kind of that kind of thing? Like, he actually saved a black kid, you fucking bigot. And it'll be the ones where it's like... And he's got stupid full sleeves with Joker all over it. <laughs> the joke. 
I know I more know uh, better people that go uh, that are covering tattoos than go to church and stuff like that. Ugh. But it's Shut like up. I doubt it. Also, by the way, <laughs> I really, really doubt it. People don't not hire you based on your fucking retarded tattoos. They don't hire you because you don't have experience. They also don't hire it because you smell like shit. You're lazy. You're a faggot. I mean, and if you would post a meme like that, you're fucking stupid. Also, too, you so. should be just fucking executed right in the spot for Ch- being so dumb. Chances are, if you have four inch fucking holes in your ears, you're probably fucking idiot. You're probably exactly. Gay. So well, further than idiot, how about this? It's not someone I would want to hang out with. Period. It's not yeah. someone I would want to hire for my business. <laughs> I just think they're gay. Yes, we talked about those memes, but also at the same time, it bears repeating. It's, yeah. it's I've been seeing a lot of them recently. I don't know why. But why? Really? Why? I can, you can do. You gotta get off Facebook. My mom I like do. ruined relationships on fucking Facebook. By the way, I've been fucking arguing with her bad lately. <laughs> when I didn't have, when I didn't, when I was running out of data on my phone and the internet wasn't working properly, I have to say I got a lot more fucking done around the house. Good. A lot more done. Good. Um, it's the way to be, bro. Yeah, no, no. Facebook's bad, dude. I was actually just like uh, listening to a fucking uh, interview on um, what's it called. There's this book called I think it's called uh, uh, Surveillance Capitalism, and the idea of the book is basically like we don't live in a, like a capitalist society anymore. We work in like we live in like a like technocratic oligarchy in which all of like these rich tech companies basically like tailor our entire life experience through like hormonal like changes they give to us via phone do you know what i mean Kinda. like they tailor our basically our entire uh what's the word uh experience of life like okay here's the thing but they were talking about facebook they were talking about uh the fact that what they do is they show you something that that pisses you off first like because they know they build they basically have a rap sheet on every human being even though you barely utilize you know social media mm-hmm. they still got a piece of paper on or they got a fucking uh a fucking a file on like uh on, what's it called on tommy jefferson <laughs> no, no, Scott, I'm Tommy Jefferson. I'm Abigail Clements. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they have like a, you know, they have like a rap sheet on, uh, what's it called? Like a, um, what are those fucking stupid uh, files where like, it's like the notepad. Notepad? What's, what's Chucky's it? briefcase? Not a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, what do they, what's the file extension for notepad? It's like. Oh, like. Dot .txt. Dot .txt. There's a dot .txt somewhere out there for you, even. Oh, uh, well. And they have your fuck... They know what you're about, weirdly, in a way that you are not comfortable with. I promise you. And they build... Every time you pop on the internet, um, they build your experience around that idea where they're going to try to, A, sell you as much as they can, mm-hmm. and B fucking piss you off and uh, and or make you feel better in order for you to stay online for longer and so they can extract more data from you and see make you fap well and uh, fap, probably and fap hard you know who 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 really controls these things <laughs> um but maybe i don't know but the point is yeah exactly um but no but the point is is though is like there's no we have it's the fucking toothpaste out of the tube at this point like it's too late they have all of us 
and like they they did made this whole documentary uh, that the, about the Cambridge Analytica, which is a company that's based in Boston that Facebook uh, like partnered with because they gave them a bunch of money, and basically those guys like got Trump elected and all of the fucking like the Institute in Falla. If it was that simple, I would be much happier. It's not. It's a conglomerate. It's fucked up, dude. It's fucking synths. I wish it was that. I actually wish it was that because I could kill synths. <laughs> He's done it before. Hell yeah, dude. My vats is sick, bro. Yeah. I got high, Aji. <laughs> but, ugh, that's dark, right? What, that concept? Yeah. Think about it. They fucking... They control our minds. I... I'm not saying that's not true, but I'm, I think it's being blown out of proportion by certain... You have a good point, which is to the point... To the point where I want to agree with you is that they're doing that to us, but what effect does it have at this moment? But you've heard throughout years, like, remember when we were kids, there was like, the idiot box argument where you sit in front, kid in front of the TV and, like, get stupider or whatever? Mm-hmm. Don't you think that maybe this has, like, some effect on us overall? Oh, like, of course. Long term? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely makes us all more depressed. For sure. And that's the thing I was, like, try, like, years ago. By the way, Julia was even saying, like, she's like, oh, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on, like, she uses. A couple Instagram, like she uses Instagram. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, I was like, she's like, oh, I must not be, you know, affected by. It. I'm like, you're still online though. And she goes, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's some sort of like your mental state. As much as you want to believe that you're not getting affected by it, mm-hmm. it gets you. And there's some sort of like you know internally that whatever that feeling is, that when you say that. It's got to have some sort of like subconscious. There's like, always going to be things that are going to overly uh, overall affect your mood, even if it's just like, oh, my friends just got uh, engaged, or they had a kid, or they bought a house. It's all going to affect you. That bothers you? you? No, but it, it affects your mood because you're measuring yourself up against other people. That's not what actually. I'll be. I'll let me. That's be, not even. That's me, outside of your sure, whole control sure, sure, sure. thing. I'm aware of all that stuff, but I, that shit doesn't bother me. You know what fucking gets me? And I like feel like I notice is that when I look at people who are my peers, big quotation marks here right now, saying some dumbass shit, and I'm like, oh, the world's hopeless. If this is what regular people think, like we're fucked. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I don't get. A, I don't get that effect affected. Because I had a good maybe screenshot because- of a girl that I went to high school with the other day, where she was like calling out other people for being stupid while having like multiple uh, grammatical and spelling errors. Right. In that's that post. midwit shit, though. Come on, just because you fucking can't spell doesn't mean you're not smart. Mm, I'm, 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 I'm willing gonna, to bet this woman isn't smart. I'm going to go out on a limb. But I'm just saying, you could be like a fucking genius and have terrible grammar, though. Correct. That's, that's yeah. True. Yeah. Just saying. I'm sure she's fucking retarded. I'm validating you still. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, when I look at... Um, she's a snicker licker, just so you know. Oh, that really uh, helps my perception. Paints a picture. Sure. Uh, but when I see people like... Um, Mud shark, if you will. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny. But um, what's... This? Someone's got to do it while Marshall's not here. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Billy for the loom. 
Like when I see people like Billy Fruit of the Loom. Billy Fruit of the Loom. Okay, we'll say the real one. Billy Hunt. Sure. All right. <laughs> That's I'll, good. I'll, I accept that. Uh, it's just like, it's like he's so gaily vocal online. It's just like you're literally a retarded person. Like you're barely fucking breathing. Like I'm so shocked. And they're also like, no, I gotta stop. Because I'm gonna get too personal. I'm gonna reveal no. who it is. Yeah. I'll, I'll just cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's the median person, though. Is he, though? No. You don't think so? He's, no. he's I do, though. I get to fucking ridiculous arguments with my mom. Remember that fucking fight between my mom and her uncle? My, my uncle, who was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's the Russians who created this, this rift between us. It's no. like, that's what real people think. Yeah, real people are retarded. Right, that's what depresses me. That depresses you? Why? I just go and I see something stupid and I just Fuck. fucking scroll by it. <laughs> that's what you should do. Oh, I don't go on Facebook, really. You shouldn't waste your fucking time. Are you going to argue with people fucking online? Even arguing I'm with not. people... I'm not. Do, do, did I say at any point that I engage with it? No, I'm saying... To it the depresses other, me, though. Can it depress me, though? Yeah. <laughs> that's it but I'm just saying it's I, so I stupid spend very something, little time something on there. so dumb affects like our all our overall moods and how we carry out our lives my point exactly which is why these fucking mega corps owned fucking by Zuckerberg geez. Zuckerberg is fucking pinning us all against each other Cuckerberg Cuckerberg like yeah he's fucking cucking uh, diamond and silk do you remember that shit do you want to break or you want to just go let's pee I gotta pee yeah we go. Um, Adam Goldberg, star of Sixpence on, on the Richer um, version of uh, There She Blows. There she blows again. There she blows again. Um, no, the, you know the Sixpence on the Richer version of that? The music video has, is starring Adam, young Adam Goldberg, and it's hysterical because he's such a kike. <laughs> He looks so out of place with all these Irish people. The Sixpence and the Richer, the same people who did, um, um, uh, fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, Kiss Me yeah, Under the Broken Violin, Eileen, Under the Green Green Grass. Kind of unrelated, but, um, what up? I met, uh, one, Oh, is one, this a Star Kissed? A star-crossed lover of Gabe? No. <laughs> I, 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 I really love those gum, those um, fruit gems. <laughs> I Go met on, a Gabe. friend of my girlfriend, yeah. and she said that I looked like Jason Biggs. <laughs> no, you. Don't. And I was, I was, ne- I've never been more insulted. I was gonna say, oh, that's kind of insulting. It's I think very you're more insulting. handsome, more handsome than Jason Biggs. I was like, that's I, not saying. I was like, I don't look like that fucking heap. Yeah. <laughs> I was honestly really insulted yeah. with that. That was after I fucking said that I liked her outfit too. It's fucking, fucking cunt. cunt. Did you like her outfit? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Was she was she hood? Not particularly. Okay, well, then, I just like what she was why wearing. Why did you bother? Well, that was okay. That was in the prior to the, yes, the mortal insult. That was the in, I was like the initial reaction where you like oh usually you start out things where you're like oh I like the thing and like mm, you're gonna start I out nice. She you. immediately threw me off the fucking cliff. With Maybe that she shit. thought that was a compliment. She's like I really into kikes. That said, my wife likes kikes. 
she married me. There's something wrong with her. I know. Disgusting. What a fool. I know that's a perfect word because it's not actually insulting. It's exactly. just like, why'd you marry me, you fucking fool? Goddamn fool. <laughs> anyway, we watched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This- yeah, so uh, this is the new Tarantino movie. Um, as you know, we're fans of the uh, auteur. <laughs> It's not really an auteur, but um, I, I let's let's start with the things I did like. How about that? Why don't we set up what what is the movie well, about? F- the film is about um, the Manson murders, kind of loosely, <laughs> loosely about the Manson murders. That's what it was pitched to me as, anyway. Yeah, same here. I didn't even really know that that was going to be so prominent. Oh, you didn't? I like read like a description of what the movie was about, and it, it really like. It set it up as being about Hollywood in the late '60s, and that's kind of the background. Mm. I yes, that is the, that what the background of the what actually f- turned out to be the movie. Yeah. However, that's really what the movie succeeds at. That was my favorite part of the movie: is the the Manson stuff. No, the '60s stuff. Okay. Oh, gotcha. '60s Hollywood. Gotcha. Shit. gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I agree. The background was okay. Yo, uh, were you saying that the the Manson thing was the background, or the '60s I'm saying that the Hollywood Ma- that the Manson thing was kind of just a background, like it was like that was happening. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. So you were saying you expect shut the fuck up, Gabe. The way it was presented, in, my fucking no. The way it was presented <laughs> in the trailer is that the Manson thing was definitely more on the forefront. The only trailer I saw was like a. 30 second like TV I purposely also didn't watch too much promotional information about the movie Mm -hmm. but Manson is barely in the movie he literally isn't in the movie there's no character who plays Charles Charles Manson in the film. Yeah, he goes to Roman Polanski's house and he says my friend Terry used to live here that wasn't Charlie Manson that was Tex no it wasn't you sure? Charles Manson that wasn't Tex oh that was that was supposed to be Charles Manson oh was it? okay I just I I have face blindness (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was the same actor. He's, he's been waiting I legit, to throw I it legit, out. I legit thought that was the same guy who played Tex. Nah. Sorry. All right, that was him then. Okay, fine. And he, like, Either awkwardly way. leaves and says, like, goodbye, miss. And, yeah. like, waves at uh, Margot Robbie. That's probably accurate <laughs> as to what really happened. I mean, Charles Manson isn't, ex- isn't exactly a real bold character. And by the way, I say this as a huge Manson aficionado. Fan, even. Fan, yeah. I'm a fan of his work, musically at least. Um, you can reference every mini-sode of this podcast. That's true. We have a fucking Manson song uh, playing as the opening credits. And out open, uh, outward credits. Um, this is where the movie kind of collides with me. Is that... I really like the Manson story, and they decided to just kind of like... Uh, let's get into that later. Let's talk about that later. Okay. Let's talk about the two main characters. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. So the two main characters are Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Leonardo DiCaprio basically is Steve McQueen. I surmised. Because bounty bounty hunter I think he's kind of an amalgamation of different sure 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 he's sure. kind he's, of like a little Steve McQueen he's a little Clint Eastwood yeah. Clint Eastwood big time because he ends up going to do we'll get into that too <laughs> I do want to like treat this movie well by the way spoilers from here out yeah. I'm not going to fucking pretend like we're not going to spoil this movie yeah. 
He's, if you um, really want to watch this movie, don't fucking listen to this. And I hope that you downloaded it already and you got this far and then said, oh, fuck. Yeah. So You've we still warned. got the download. Yeah, we already got our ad <laughs> revenue from you. Yeah, fuck you, you fucking faggots. That's how we paid for us to go to see this movie. Yeah, yeah bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so, yeah, it is. You're right. It is an amalgamation of Steve McQueen, Clint Eastwood, and I'd probably say... Um, Maybe, uh, who's someone else that's like that? Uh, trying to think of like a TV actor, like some of the 50s. John, F- um, no, um, a guy, the, the guy who was John Wayne, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not exactly. Not I know, no, he's would a little William. more southern, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's you know, a, what I was gonna that, say. I was gonna say enough. the guy who's a star bonanza or something, sure, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um. Well, I'm pretty sure um, Clint Eastwood was either on Bonanza or Gunsmoke, but he had a pretty small Gunsmoke. role. Gunsmoke. He had a small he role. A, he was a bad guy on that, I think. Yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, what do they call Which him? Which is it? kind of reminiscent they call of this the character. Heavy. The heavy. Yeah, yeah. The heavy, yeah. Um, so, okay, basically, so Leo is a over-the-hill 50s TV actor. Mm, washed up. Who um, had some success in film, but really no... Mm-hmm. And he ends up playing the bad guy in all these movies because he's over the hill and he's not like he doesn't Typecast. have leading he doesn't have leading you know man qualities anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, he's having a hard time coming to terms with where he is in his sure. career. Sure, yeah, yeah, and also he's got some money too, which hurts the whole situation because he's not hungry anymore. It causes him to be like a drunk piece of shit, right? Uh, and fucking not really give a shit, and which is a good place for uh, a good segue a in, pick up. into Cliff. Is that he's right. his stuntman, gopher, and guy that drives him around everywhere. Right, they're boys. Played too. by they're boys. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely played by Brad Pitt. Yeah, and actually, can I just say this? Me and Don are notoriously haters of Brad Pitt. Yeah. By the way, I don't think we've ever said something nice about Brad Pitt as an actor prior no. to this night. Yeah. I, I'm actually I'm not a Brad Pitt hater. Oh no. Not okay. A Brad well, Pitt either hater. way, this movie doesn't redeem him, but it also made me think like oh maybe if you use him right he can be utilized in a way yeah where you don't notice on right now yeah you don't notice that <laughs> yeah. he's not the best actor yeah. i would be going out on a limb here and saying that i think he's the most likable character in the whole movie um, i be, actually like Le- no leo's my guy i like them both though yeah i like them both well and- here's the thing with leo is that he ha- embodies that self-hatred yeah that you and i relate to so well <laughs> Not even shitting, but yeah. Yes. And like that scene where he goes, he's looking in the mirror and fucking punching himself in yeah. the face and going, if you I'm fuck up spray, again, I'm, I'm going to fuck up again. I'm going to spray your brains into the pool. And I go, I've said that. <laughs> like basically, I've said that pool, in the mirror you would before. say that verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a pool, I would have like, yeah, I would have actually done it right? <laughs> at this point. Like, but no, I've but, heard Don describe doing the whole like uh, when we were doing the punch drunk episode he was describing him saying when he says something wrong and he does the in this movie Leo's character does the <laughs> when he's yeah. doing the wrong line and just like fucking tormenting himself yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no the hi Spencer um no uh, that fucking I related to that so much it's like it, it, I actually shed a tear didn't shed a tear but I got a little choked up did you really? Yeah, I also got choked up when he was talking about the Bronco Buster. Oh yeah, he's yeah. talking about the this book. That was, a, that was a little heavy. It's a little yeah, sure, but Two also at the, the same time, it's like 
maybe I'm more basic than you, but <laughs> but at the same time, I was just still like a little bit like, ah, fuck, mm. <laughs> ah, fuck, <laughs> you know. And um, it's so weird too, cause like um, I kind of almost relate more to it in uh, and uh, film industry context how so like i just feel like i was um you know we're sitting in a theater there of a bunch of melvins who are just there to go see a movie or whatever um and i feel like i resonated a little more with that that line than they did sure yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know what i mean like i still i think that's kind of you know what i mean i just i have like point out that these people literally last episode i was talking about how fucking butthurt i was that i didn't like go into performing arts and like didn't make something of myself i'm gonna also point out that these people were like wooing when bruce lee's like that was so fucked that scene was okay no no, it wasn't. It was a little cheese That, that ball, whole yeah. scene should have been deleted. They yeah. shouldn't have had a Bruce Lee like... impersonator in the fucking <laughs> movie. It was uh, bad. Let's talk about the fact that Tarantino's in a place in his career where whatever he wants to do, whatever he, he wants to make, do it. he yeah. can just do it. And That's... this movie is like such so clear evidence decadence. of that. It's, it's, it's decadence. Self-indulgence. Yes. Ab- absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's just, there's so many scenes where it's just, you can tell it's just Tarantino going like, oh, I, oh what, if, what, 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 what if, what if this could happen? That would be fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we'll put our feet up on the counter. But, but let me finish, <laughs> yeah, let me finish what I was saying is go that ahead, go ahead, the go people ahead. that you were talking about that were seeing this movie with yeah, us yeah, yeah. were like wooing when, when, when it really bugged me. Fake I, Bruce Lee was on the screen going, ooh, which is like, come on. It's so over the top. Yeah. It was over the top when Bruce Lee did it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. The way they portray him in this movie, too, is like he's such an asshole full of himself, which is not how Bruce Lee actually was. Uh, was he? I have no idea. No. No? He was pretty humble? Not. Did he fuck I, your ass and make you humble? I mean, he wasn't the Iron Sheik, but Jesus. <laughs> um, they should have just cut that out. Yeah, no, that was a... Here's it doesn't the thing. add anything to the movie. That's the thing about these scenes that are self-indulgent. They don't even add anything, really, to the movie. I will say this, directly related to that shot. That scene, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed how he had some fun with the script there. If you know what I mean, because I like the fact that the move that that scene started, and again, this is all spoilers, by the way. We're all we're past the point yeah. where you could, you know, possibly yeah, have fuck. not seen this movie and hear this. Um, there's a scene in which uh, Brad Pitt is up on the roof of Leo, and he's thinking back to when he dropped Leo off at the at the um the, the lot, the lot, mm-hmm. and he goes. Is there any chance that you can get me on this as a stunt guy? And Leo goes, oh, come on. You know that there's this guy here that works here, and he really doesn't like you. And he goes, all right, fine. And then goes and does the thing that Leo tells him to do. And then when he gets up on the roof, he thinks back to what caused him to break part ways with the with the Kurt Russell... <laughs> By the way, was the guy who is the stunt coordinator on the on whatever the show it was? I Can I just cut you off a little bit? Yeah, what up? This happens a couple of times, and it almost makes me think of like it's 
obviously way better done, but it's like a Family Guy moment. I like, had... remember that time? Yeah. I... I, I No, I think it was more well executed. I, no, I said yeah, more yeah. well executed, but yeah, I'm saying yeah. it's it's equally as like, dude, come I know, on. But I think it was kind of fun. Just he bad had fun storytelling. Writing. I don't know. I think he had fun writing that, first of all. And second of all... I don't care if he had fun. He's a fucking prick. <laughs> he likes Whoa. feet. He, um, I'll, I'll be honest. We'll, we'll get on that. Yeah, I'll be honest. I did have that thought too. There was there was at okay. least one of those that I was like, "This I, is a little." No, the first guy. one, the first time he did it, I was like, "Oh, it's kind of cool," because he does a double flashback, mm. and then cuts back all the way forward to the yeah. to the moment where he starts thinking back. I didn't hate all of them. There was one in particular though that was a little family. I can't remember now. I would have okay. to watch it. Was again. it the yeah, one about talking about? Uh, <laughs> Talking about how Brad Pitt uh, may or may not have killed his wife. That's the one where I talk. That was the that was the one that the, where I'm talking about where they do a flashback and then they flashback to the flashback, in the flashback. Yeah. But that was the one I'm talking about that I thought it was it was cute. It was, I was know. I was cool with that one. Yeah. Well, um, the later one stunk. I'm <laughs> fine. <laughs> back to the Brad uh, the Bruce Lee scene. Yeah. Though. Oh God, that was his the middle flashback. If that wasn't the meat of that sandwich. <sighs> It would have been so better. <laughs> this is another time where they insert this stupid fucking Australian bitch that he just... Uh, he, he must be fucking her, right? He shoehorns her into any fucking thing she he, he can put her into. I nigh. She's terrible. He killed his wife. The only thing that she You got a was, license for that? Murdering your wife? The only thing that she was tolerable in is death proof. And everything else, she's out of place. Just because she does a good stunt. He probably told her if she did that fucking thing where she's riding on the fucking hood oh, of I'll the put car. You in whatever you'll movie be in. you want. I'll put you in every movie after this. You'll be in every movie after this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gay. <laughs> I want to suck your feet. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, let's move on to Mr. Tarantino, by the way. Mr. He's a pedophile, right? You this said that to me after the movie, but there's only... Uh, how many examples can you think of besides the fucking hippie chick who's underage? Two. What's the other one? The other one's Dakota Fanning, because she's clearly playing someone that's... Oh, Dakota Fanning is like three years younger than us, and we're almost 30. I know, but she's <laughs> clearly in the movie playing someone of questionable age. Sure. That's but fucking a fucking I'm aware, grandpa. but I, hear me out, because I was saying this to Julia, and she was getting upset at the idea of pedophilia in general, so I had to, like, drop the topic. Hey, you don't want to fucking bum your wife out. It's fine. No, not that. The oh. fact that you would get upset by the concept. Well, you don't want to talk about fucking kid fucking all the time, do you? I I, I wish you would talk about it more. <laughs> well, you and me are a yeah, different kindred, breed. Yes. Spirits, yeah, go ahead. Um, but no, I th- kind of feel like the whole movie... And I'm going to get fucking Epstein on this, by the way. Is that this movie is almost apologia for... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Polanski. This basically... Okay, so a lot of people go... Um, look. Polanski is a piece of shit. Obviously, he fucked a kid. Um, but you have to understand that the fact that he had his whole family ripped away from him in a violent murder of an evil hippie. Um, and so this movie presupposed... Oh, fine, we're really spoiling right now, by the way. This movie basically goes... Oh, none of that happened. So he's obviously not going to rape now. Which he, no, he also did so. in Inglorious Bastards, where he just like rewrote history. Well, fuck. That's the thing I have the biggest problem with this in this movie. It's like, are you already did that bit? Oh, let's get to that later. Let's fine. 
let's let's let's. I have let's similar do... problems between the two movies. Same. Yeah, yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. But let's maybe we should wait till we get to that. Sure. Let's talk about the middle, I guess. Okay. Okay, fine. Are, I will. We already going to that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we shouldn't jump to that. All right. Um, I will say this though is that um. One of the crowning achievements of this film is um, the 60s transformation. Yeah. Hollywood looks... Yeah. It, it looks... I mean, I think that's a positive and a negative. Why? How? Because this points out that this movie is, how I feel it as, is more style over substance. Because the, the whole thing that he builds is great, but I don't think he delivers on the other things. What do you mean? I literally don't understand what you're saying. He has so much extra content in there that doesn't need to be there. And what? it's so self-indulgent and well, sure, smelling sure, of sure. his own fart. Fine, fine, fine. But I it's kind of like that. he wastes all the things that he built as far as like the setting and everything. It is an excellent set piece. I feel like I'm in the 60s with this movie. Yeah. But you know what else it makes me want to do? I want to just watch movies in the 60s that are better than this. That's not a wrong. <laughs> um, I was well, actually going to consider, uh, if you guys want to do it, I think we should do uh, do Easy Rider as a uh, uh, coming next episode. Week's, next week's episode. Wouldn't be I'll bad. Easy Rider, fine. I'll watch it. Yeah, I love Easy Rider. He brought up Dennis Hopper, and uh, he yeah. called one of the hippies Dennis Hopper, and I was like, we should do Easy Rider. <laughs> yeah. um, I understand what you're saying. At the same time, though, I think that that was just like like well done I don't need to like look compare it to like whatever he ended up doing with the movie like I think it was a crowning achievement that he really fucking nailed it as far as the visual shit goes the visual right? and the overall feel yeah mm. that was good right yeah. I, I'm just saying I, that I, I, I think I it feel overshadowed like that... the movie as a whole yeah almost. sure it did but at the same time it doesn't like diminish the fact that he did such a good do job in the in the visual department sure. versus like how oh, fucking stupid the ending was <laughs> um hang on oh so um I think there was some merit in that scene in the middle mm, it's a little overdrawn I think but when he goes to the uh where Brad Pitt goes to go visit uh, uh George Spawn I like that yeah. I like that too because it was like the the actual tension because it's like oh we know these people are capable of killing because of mm -hmm. history right right so what would they do to him this is where Maybe. the movie piqued my interest yeah 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 well, here's the thing: is like I almost like really liked the Leo plotline more than the whole overall story, but I think that that part still fits in the movie, even if it was just the Leo plotline. Do you know what I mean? Like, say they just had a brush in with the Manson family. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. Yes, they're just kind of in the background. They they happen to live near in that Bingo. area, but yeah. it's and not then, like the focal point of the film. Yeah, right. that's what I was hoping. That's what I was hoping too, because I hope that like we got to see the fully, um, you know, fleshed out story about Leo being like a over the hill actor, and which yeah, again, I was invested in that. I was super invested in that. That was the best part of the fucking movie. Yeah. Like. No, my favorite part was seeing uh, Margot Robbie watch herself in a movie Are from they, a character that, that she a looks cool sequence nothing, of nothing like. In terms of effects, but she looks nothing like. And then I wanted to see her take her shoes off in the theater so I could see her dirty <laughs> fucking feet. I saw you pop a boner. 
Yeah. You like that? Oh, it? dude, I was whacking. What the fuck? Margot Robbie's whole fucking character arc is useless and could be fucking deleted from the film. Correct, but at the same time is... Okay, well, we'll do you want to get to the end now? Sure, why not? Okay. Well, the whole point of the film, and f- from my perspective as looking at what Mr. Tarantino wanted, was is that he wanted to subvert your expectations, basically, from the beginning of the movie. Everyone knows, walking into this movie, it's about the Manson family. Um, everyone knows what the Manson family did. In fact, during the movie, when they introduced Tex to, um, to uh, Brad Pitt, I lean over to Julia and I go, that's the guy who stabbed them. That's the guy. And she goes, oh. <laughs> like, she knows. She didn't need to... Be, uh, she, that's all she needed to know. Because, like, there's deets, obviously, that I know as a fucking aficionado or whatever. But, like, everyone knows the fucking tale. Mm-hmm. And so you're expecting this whole movie to end in a climax with... Yeah, when is Sharon Tate going to get When is Sharon Tate going to get fucking stabbed up? Yeah. When is her fucking unborn baby going to get fucking stabbed in the face? That's the implicit thing, because it's a really grisly murder because mm-hmm. she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end, and there's literally a TV announcer going, now is the time you've all been waiting for. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yes. And I go, oh, okay, they're going to do the murder scene now. Mm-hmm. And then they don't. Yeah. So there's, like, really no point in dwelling on her character for all those scenes that amount to nothing. Ding, ding. But also at the same time, I don't think that the payoff would have been as um, interesting it still wasn't good, though. But at the same the payoff wouldn't be as interesting if we didn't have the weight of we know this character we saw her like having a good time yeah but e- it still would have been weak even if it did pay off in her getting murdered because you, you I really... would have preferred fucking that anyway because Gabe described it as a character arc there is no character arc with yeah, her she literally n- just goes to a fucking movie there's nothing to her character also yeah. I hate Bargo Robbie let me just say it. I kept thinking of Itania and I just... Me too! <laughs> yes. Me too! You like, hate fuck, that fucking fuck bitch! Fuck this bitch. Fuck this fucking shitty acting bitch. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate her. The The movie I think of her with is um, Wolf of Wall Street, actually. I think of her from fucking that and stupid fucking um, Mr. T- Mr. J. Fucking um, Suicide Squad. Oh, I never saw I didn't even see it, but I just know that she was the girl. She's Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um... All right, so the point is, though, let's, in no uncertain terms, the end rolls around. Mm-hmm. Well, can we talk about the bad middle first? <laughs> if you want, yeah, sure. What do you want to say? Because I feel like I'm not going out on a limb saying that all of us liked the first act of the movie. I mm-hmm. loved the first act. Loved it. Do we? Can we all say that? Yeah. The middle act of the movie is... Kurt Russell all of a sudden is a is voice the, over... Is the narrator, yeah. That's odd. Where, also where he was already a character, by the way. He's like, let me just... Which just sets you off. Let me just lazily tell you what happened because we don't want to actually do anything with this movie. So it turns into a completely different feel of everything kind of movie. it's like almost like a character-driven movie. thing. But not really. It's the only character that was developed was let me, Leo let and me, fucking Brad. Let me narrate and tell you exactly what times everything happens and just spell it out for you. 
This is where it turns into what a completely different nigga? movie. What happened to this nigga? It's like they got lazy when they were writing it. They? He. He got yes. very lazy. Correctamundo. And then after this, it turns into another movie. Yeah. Which is with the Dirty Dirty Hippies. You can talk about the ending now. Okay. Um, so the movie results in your... Again, like I said, the... Uh, Mega super spoilers now, obviously. Oh, yeah, please get out if you haven't seen the movie. Um, but there's that scene, like I said, where um, where the the TV announcer goes, Now's the time you've all been waiting for. And everyone in the audience goes, Okay, let's do it. Because you're ready to see some fucking gore. Mm-hmm. And it rewards you with a gay twist ending. <laughs> um, so basically, Tex, who is the guy who actually is still in prison, by the way. He spent time in prison with Jim Goad. Yeah, free Tex Watson. Yeah, free Tex Watson. <laughs> oh, Squeaky probably should get out, though. Yeah, fuck her. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. John Waters liked her. Or was the other one? Was it, it the other one? I, might have, I think it was the other one. No, Squeaky Snakes, yeah. Squeaky probably stabbed a few people. <laughs> but the other one, yeah, let her out. <laughs> uh, nothing. But no, he's still today, by the way, as of recording today, is in the uh, Portland uh, Fe- uh, Max uh, Security Prison, in Federal Prison in, in Oregon. Um. He and three other girls, which, by the way, why have you sent chicks to go do a fucking murder? This is retarded. Charlie is fucking an idiot. Tex was the only male he was able to influence to that degree. True, because he was fucking all of them, right? Mm. I'm assuming. Presumably. That Charlie Manson dick. Um, He fucks. Like Ernest. Yes. Earnestly fucks. And uh, he show so they all show up at uh, the cul-de-sac, I guess, where uh, uh, Leo's character. What is his name? Rick. Rick Dillinger. Something like that. Yeah. Rick Cowboy Guy. Yeah. Rick Cowboy Guy. He, he shows up to the private road where like rich people live. Yeah. Him, specifically, in, in, by the way, him in, and in, Roman Polanski. Right. And uh, they get up there, and their muffler stinks, and just fucking making a ton of noise. And drunk ass, by the way, who has now spent time in in Italy, becoming like a spaghetti western star, but mm-hmm. not really pocketing any money. Uh, to um, the director of these films is uh, what do they call him? Sergio Kabuki. Malone. Malone or I something. I think it's Kabuki. Sergio oh, no, Kabuki. Kabuki. Kabuki? Yeah, it's Italian. <laughs> okay. But uh, it's clearly supposed to be Sergio Leone. Obviously. <laughs> and he's obviously supposed to be like um, Clint Eastwood who's trying to res- uh, revive his honestly wilting career because he was like only doing TV and like shitty B-movies at Play the time. Misty for me. Play Misty for me. Hey, but also I want to do that on the show because I actually like that. I don't movie. like that movie. It's not good. Um, <laughs> uh, but also he was doing like you know like uh, fucking the Return of the Creature and shit. Like no, that was his first movie, I think. <laughs> but the point is, he was doing B movies. Sure. And uh, he revived his career by doing those those uh, the spaghetti westerns. Mm-hmm. So the main character Leo is basically doing the same thing. He comes back. He's married to a new Italian woman, and um, Francesca. 
he is hopefully... By the way, I think the movie is kind of implying that he gets, like, a meteoric rise to success a la Clint Eastwood after the film ends, right? I didn't get that vibe. Maybe he was a loser afterwards. Who knows? I was kind of just hoping. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of just wishful thin game. Um, but, yeah, and uh, he comes out drunk, shit-faced after hanging out with... Uh, um, Brad Pitt's character Cliff um, and they spent the night drinking because it was his last night in his employ mm-hmm. which was kind of a sad I actually like felt a little shitty that they were had to become yeah. like not friends anymore which sucks because it was that money was what created their friendship which so he is comes out depressing <laughs> he comes out with a blender full of uh, frozen margaritas taking big gulps of it by the way and I was just like hell yeah like, this guy's guy my it's fucking my spirit this is my get spirit your, animal right get here. your fucking shitty hippie car the yeah. fuck out of my also, neighborhood also I fucking hate hippies by the way yeah you really dislike the hippies yeah, in this movie fuck too fuck these pieces of shit them and their dirty fucking feet that Quentin Tarantino loves Doesn't so much. Doesn't want to suck on. No, that he definitely wants to suck <laughs> on. <laughs> you think he likes dirty feet? That in the fucking well, I like feet, clean feet. the uh, hippie chick's armpit hair. He was just, that was crazy. He was just like, was oh, so oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm Mr. Brown. I mean, I'm married. I'm happily married. Um, no, but um, yeah, no. Uh, and so basically, what happens is he like scolds them until going down by the edge of the street. And walk back up. And when he goes back up there, he's like, th- they go like, well, fuck that fucking. Isn't that like, you know, Rick, whatever, let's Decker? Let's kill him instead. Yeah, let's kill him instead instead of fucking, uh, instead of Sharon Tate. And he goes in there and high as fuck, Brad Pitt beats the fucking shit out of them. That was pretty cathartic. Yeah, it I, was. I actually, it worked. It worked. I that, liked that how brutal worked. that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah, th- this no, is the... the whole movie was, like, begging to have some violence. This yeah. is the turn of the, into the third act where it's, like, hyper-violence. Yeah. yeah. Well, the movie was begging to have it because, like I said, like, we were all expecting some real brutal fucking stabbing yeah. thing, and we didn't get it. But we got a can of dog food fucking hocked at a bitch's face. <laughs> and then here's where it lost me is that uh, fucking Leo just happened to have a fucking flamethrower. That was bad. Dumb. No, they showed it earlier that he I had I know why he had it. They set it up, obviously. It doesn't mean it's fucking good. When Brad Pitt's going into the tool shed to grab shit to he fix He mentions it. it, I know. He I doesn't know. mention it. It's in the tool shed. I'm aware. But it doesn't mean that it's fucking realistic or good. Oh, not realistic. <laughs> you don't just have a flamethrower. There's a thin there's a thin line between something being badass and being just too illogically right. stupid. If he had, definitely... had been in the, in the movie using a chainsaw, I was gonna say if he had a chainsaw and to to up some some Nazis or whatever whatever the movie was about, and then he pulled out the chainsaw from his. Yeah, I could accept that more. It's funny, yes. that, it's funny that you bring that up because I, I mean, I literally had that same thought tool, too. Yeah. Tool shed, chainsaw, that makes more sense. Weed whacker, maybe. Um, <laughs> that would have been too stupid. Fine, fine. He could have a lawnmower like in Brain Dead. How about um? Cool. How about a uh, he put a bunch of gasoline in a uh, a weed deweeder uh, spray thing, and then what? It could have still been the same effect. 
but he used like a bootleg way of doing it. Yeah, he went small, that would have small soldier style. Boom. <laughs> if this movie classic, was more like way. small soldiers, it would have been better. It would have been better. No, no. <laughs> All right, so also, also Scott, um, I think I heard you um, vocally react. What was it? Was I, I literally was talking to Julia before I said it was, I said what was the thing that I went Ugh, I, I, about, about I think that I know what it was. reference? Yeah, come on, pig killers, let's go kill some piggies. That was it. That yeah. was it. I yeah. fucking was so mad because I brought up on this fucking shitty podcast how he uses that in every how he uses movie. that in all this fucking shitty ass derivative like <laughs> right right credit only movies he uses the fucking the the uh, Reservoir Dogs thing and it fucking enraged me yeah I literally went <sighs> you were like four seats away from me and I could hear you react in the theater to it <laughs> I knew by the way I was kind of hoping we'd sit closer but whatever <laughs> um, that said that was fucking dog shit mm. That fucking pissed me off. Okay, so let's get into reviews. Okay. Right? Are we, what it. are we at right now? 36 minutes on, on this the side. second half. Of, yeah, second okay, half. we're good. We're, good. Like, we're like 140 right now. Um, okay. There's a lot I like about this movie, honestly. There's like, a lot to like. Yeah, there's a lot to like. Tarantino, when he works with actors that he works well with, he does really good. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. And even though I didn't like that part where he cuts his hand in, in Django because it's clearly like he's reacting off of like his real human being. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> let's shut up about that. Um, also, it was written in a way for like people like Brad Pitt, who I do normally don't like, to be likable. And mm. I never like him. Yeah. Um, it, he was, like, well-utilized in a way that I've never even seen him be well-utilized before. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Inglorious Bastards, by the way. I don't really like it. I don't like it either. It might be my least I, favorite, Tarantino. I, I literally think I'm it's my least you. favorite. I think it's literally my least okay, favorite. Okay, we're yeah. all pretty much in agreement then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I just always, I always thought it was just, like... What's a, what's a what's a group I can attack that's like super safe to attack? Oh, Nazis. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me just fuck with them. Anyway. So, um here's the thing. There's so much to like about this movie and then there's also things that like not only as a film goer I didn't like, but also as a fanatic about knowing oh yeah I didn't even mention do you remember that scene I know I mentioned it both to both of you in, in the theater but there's a scene in which um, Brad Pitt's driving around LA and they're playing All the Leaves Are Brown mm-hmm. it's the it's the Manson version yeah and I really liked that nice touch I liked that he tatted that that really fucking rocked my socks but I'm a big Manson guy I know every deet of the fucking Manson story because I'm a big, by the way, I'm also a big uh, Beach Boys guy. That's mm-hmm. why I'm really into Manson. Hey, they mentioned Dennis Wilson in the Of movie. course, yeah. That's it. Uh, I think that there was a forced happy ending, almost, if you know what I mean. Not happy ending, but a forced, like, oh, I'm going to blow your fucking stupid ass minds ending. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, again... The whole thing was he was trying to subvert your expectations for the ending, and he succeeded in doing so, 
but at the same time, the way he did it, I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, not only being like a fan of him, I just don't think it was Tarantino. It just didn't seem that Tarantino, if you know what I mean. I can see it was that. a little neutered Tarantino. Mm. And maybe that has something to do with the fact that he's implicit in the Weinstein <laughs> case. <laughs> but he also did some rapey shit in the movie, a la always what he does. Um, so, fuck. Definitely I'm, a creep. He's such a creep. Mm. I'm really, this is the hardest part, because I, I said all that part with confidence. I don't know what I'm going to say for the fucking number. I want to give it a... Five point two five. I didn't dislike. I liked the movie. That's the part that sucks. Yeah, is that I liked sitting there and watching it, not yeah. just with you guys, because it was obviously more fun to see it with friends. But at the same time, I also like personally, there was parts where I was like, "Bah!" and also parts where I was like, "This is fun." Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed it. But also at the same time, there's so much shit that fucking pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, so it sucks being a fan of someone who's fallen so far, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So 5.25, um, I do recommend you go see this movie, but also at the same time, um, just watch Jackie Brown. Dawn. <laughs> All right, let's start with. Um, yeah, please. I want a Dawn. I want a, a good. I want like you to Ken Burns it for me. I'll, Ken Burns it for me. I will do my best. Okay. Uh, let's start with probably the strongest thing in the film. I think is the performances. Yes. Specifically. Sorry, I didn't mention that. Yes, go. I wouldn't be all that surprised if Leonardo DiCaprio got an Oscar nod for this. He's amazing in this. Like he's one of the. He's the best living actor. He, yeah, I would not um, argue with that. That, yeah. that might be true. Because he was good as a child, teen, adult, and now he's like he, he's like a, like a fucking middle age. He does amazing in this. Um, and and also um, Brad Pitt, as we said, neither of us like as an actor. How? How did he get a good he performance out? tailored a role to him so well that <laughs> his bad acting doesn't even show through that much. No. Uh, he utilized Brad Pitt the best way that he he could. Um, <laughs> he's like because it, oh can I so, sorry to interrupt you but um, I like how he basically wrote him as like a fucking studio hack, mm-hmm. which he is. Which he is. He's yeah. a fucking studio hack. Yeah. Yep. Um, Go ahead. I'm I'm gonna just be a contrarian a little bit. Um, while I don't think that Leonardo DiCaprio has a bad performance in this movie. But I think his accent's a real put-on, and it's really forced throughout. I think it was he had a California accent. No. He has like had the accent. He has a really weird southern accent in this. I disagree. That's what he has. You think so? Leo does throughout the whole movie. Leo... Oh, so you're saying Leo had a bad accent. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Brad Pitt. No, Leo has a bad put-on accent throughout the movie. I kind of feel like, and now, shit on me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like he is a constructed caricature of what he thinks a southern gentle, a southern, like, cowboy guy is. You can make that argument. And that he's been so long in the industry playing this 
not real character. This character doesn't exist in real life. Mm-hmm. The idea that he's bounty man, and he's basically adopted this kind of. Uh, You're saying that he acted as a cowboy so long he has a he put on accent. Yes. Yeah. If that is the case, I do think it's the case. Then I would, I would, I would, I would completely backpedal. But do I do they, ex- think it's do the they case. explore what that that character's background actually is, like where he's from? Do they really touch I upon that? I don't believe they I do. I think he's an LA guy, which is what leads me to think that. Yeah, I buy that. I yeah. do buy that, and I do think there is some subtlety in in some aspects of the character. Like, I like the fact that sometimes when the character gets flustered, he has a slight stutter, but they don't really overdo it. It's yes, just like a yes, nuance of yes, the character, yes. and it doesn't really play into the plot. It's just a little interesting, like, tidbit. It's yeah. I, I like that a lot about... Well, let's just not forget that fucking scene where he's like... That scene where he's in the alone in the, in in the, the trailer. shitty trailer. Yeah. Like, it's so revealing of his character, because it, it reveals... Because the whole movie, you go through the whole movie thinking, like, wow, this guy, dude's fucking so sure of himself. He fucking, like, loves, like, where he is in his in in, in his uh, in his career. career or whatever. And then you find out, like, no, this guy fucking... He's a real person. Like, I think he fucking hates his life. That little chunk where he's playing uh, the bad guy guy cowboy yeah that's on that the best show. part of the movie period hands down that's his best acting in the movie too yeah, yeah because even especially like his acting while he's on the show is all the best acting from leo in this movie yeah for sure no definitely like when he's sitting in that chair with a little girl like, on his... <laughs> yeah that, going... that too but i'm saying when he's sitting on the chair with a little girl and he's doing that whole like monologue yeah yeah that was really good that's that kind of acting really that good. doesn't exist anymore by the way that's like fucking Wilford Brimley shit. Like, that's shit that... Like, you literally will never see a performance like that except in a period piece like that. Yeah, because they don't write scripts like that anymore. No. Yes. Also, furthermore, would you really want to... Like, would you watch that fucking shitty-ass no, show? No, because most pe- most actors couldn't do that yeah. the way oh, that's true. Leo did it. Yeah, 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 that's true. Well, not just that, but also, I mean, would you actually want to watch that? I would. Of- if it was good, I would. Well, yeah, fuck. I, I fucking you have, love you monologues have, you when they're done well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Maybe I know. a little, maybe a little too much, but um, so now but I go would on, go on. Want to say the thing that I think is the weakest aspect of the yep. film is the just Achilles' heel, if you will, is just the plot because there really isn't one yeah. up until up until a certain point. It's a series of vignettes. Exactly, that's what I was feeling, and that's I would not say that this is one of my least favorite Tarantino films, but the ones no. that I like less, say like Kill Bill, yeah. Um, it's not that they're bad because they're entertaining, but they're just a series of just like interesting scenarios Here's that, the thing that you with, watch with play Tarantino out. Too is that he fucking just like wholesale steals shit from people. Oh yeah, yeah, and that from that's the beginning of weak major weakness. You could argue that he's kind he's of like a greatest hits. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's it's almost like a collage of different yeah, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could make that argument, but yeah, he definitely in some cases is just but like ripping off. Don't you think that a lot of the stuff that he does especially earlier on in his career or no, 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 middle of his career, I'd say, because like especially fucking like Kill Bill and shit. Once his films were like successful. Well, no, I was going to say once his films claimed were like straight up they were like um what's the word I can't fucking think of the word what try to give me some synonyms they're they're like a type of movie 
a genre? No. Um, a uh, they're like once his films were like imitating other. St- oh, I get what you're saying. Um, so they're like a uh, they're oh, fuck. I know what yeah, you're saying. I literally archetype? know the word. No, it's... I literally know what word you're talking about too. Like oh, fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Fuck. But once he was doing those like films that were like like obviously Kill Bill is stylistically like emulating another type of film. Yeah. Homage. Sort of, yeah. Once he was doing well, that's, things that's that were not kind the right of, word you it's, were looking it's for, closest, but it's, close it's the enough. closest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, then it was like okay, because he was taking elements from like just other Good random shit. types Good of. Good shit, by the way. Like like when you rip off like something from like a samurai movie and you put it in Pulp Fiction, it's perfect, like okay, because yeah. that's you're turning it into something new. Right. When you're just making another samurai movie, it's like okay, we get it. Exactly. Kurosawa is an amazing. Kurosawa was adapting. Shakespeare, right, and then when you adapt Kurosawa to a crime drama in L.A., right, you're you're making something you're new. You're making something completely new. Yes, you're not just making yeah. another samurai movie that rips off hundred other samurai movies. I love Throne of Blood, but I know what. Do I want to have to remake a Throne of Blood? Probably not. No. <laughs> Don's definitely onto something with the whole uh, the vignette thing. This is like. It feels like a lot of things loosely strung together. Yes. And they're also yeah. like, hey. Great shit, by the way. Hey. Some good it, shit. A lot of it, yeah. Hey, remember this thing in the 60s? That was pretty cool, right? Mm. Remember Bruce Lee? Which is why. Remember hitchhiking? Parts of it reminds me <laughs> of Family Guy and not in a good way. Well, yeah. how could it be in a good way? Honestly? I don't. I didn't watch enough of Family Guy to get that. I, I got to be honest. At one at one point, that thought crossed my mind. You should You shouldn't be watching a movie and it's like it kind of reminds me of Family Guy. It's never a good. I smoked thing. weed before I went in the theater, so <laughs> just kidding. Just like he does before he watches Family Guy. Yeah. Oh, duh. Uh, Obviously, it's the best movie, the best show ever. Uh, so but, go on. Go so on. so to that end, while the film was entertaining for most of the way through, and there almost was not, all of it, there was not a lot of moments where I was like, "Oh, I wish I wasn't watching this." Yes. But it, it's just it didn't. I le- did, actually, by the way, at the I'm sorry to interrupt again, but at the end, I was like, "I was fucking six. Yeah. It's like it's fucking six already? Yeah. What the fuck? I did look at the clock. I had to finish editing. I had to finish editing afterwards. And I was like, fuck. Fuck you, Tarantino. Let's get a fucking asshole. Like, Took what, up all my time. What that fucking part where he was fucking, you know what I mean? Like, where the part where the fucking, where, um, uh, get squeaky, it out. squeaky Fromm's head is exploding. I don't fucking give a shit about that. I kind of did because I really hated her. Yeah, I but, hated um, her too, but... Um, it, it's just, it doesn't lend it, it wasn't cohesive. It didn't yeah. lend itself to a, a larger story that, like, yeah. throughout the course of the film was being told. It was yep. just like, imagine if this happened. Imagine if there was a very precocious child actor that he talked to. Imagine if he fought oh, Bruce sucks. Lee. By the way, that was pretty pedo. That whole scene to me. You're really stretching. I didn't get any rapey vibe from no, that. No, not from Leo. I mean, the featuring of her in it. Why? I just didn't understand why she was there, and it was just kind of like, oh, and imagine oh, no. if imagine if Sharon Tate went to the theater and was like, hey, I'm in this movie. Can I come in now? It's just kind of no, like... No, that was wouldn't, dumb. Wouldn't that be... Wacky. Something? Wouldn't that be um, wacky? And again, another big problem. Also, for me by the was, way, let's let's point out that she's a fucking washed up actress, and that's why nobody cared when she died. <laughs> harsh. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, I just it's true though. The, the way the way they because I I do think it's interesting, and I was not as big a fan of this in um, Inglorious Bastards, but I do 
think it's interesting that he creates these characters and then he's weaving in real life, real mm-hmm. people. I do think that's interesting. But the way he used Sharon Tate, it was just pointless. There was you didn't need see- these scenes of her. Also, furthermore, it's like okay, we saw you do that gag yeah in another movie mm. and you're legit just gonna go look at hat. me dead f- dead ass in the face and go like yeah we're gonna do it again mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so so to wrap this up um yeah. while this is score, a flawed score. film it was entertaining yeah. and i would watch it again me too i would definitely watch it in again. a minute because leo rocks I like this in a movie that I don't usually like movies because I don't think that a movie should be entertaining and that's it. There should be yeah. more to it. Yeah. Um, it hurt me a little bit in those scenes, like, with, with Leo, like, contemplating his whole career and shit. Yeah. I mean, in a it, good, it, good, good, good way. Yeah, there were moments of it. But ultimately, most of the scenes were just like, isn't this fun? And it's like, that's not usually enough for me. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Uh, but that said, I'll give this a 6.3. Come on, give it a fucking 2.5. Fine, fine. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabe? Gabe? That's surprising. I thought Dom would go lower than that. So. I'm the defender. Pretty, I'm the defender we're, lately. We're, we're defenders. Yeah, defended Toy Story. Defenders, dude. Defended Toy Story 4. Yeah. Um, something that we didn't bring up, um, which I felt like they did a lot in the movie, mm-hmm. was these driving sequences to get from one scene to another. Oh, they were cool, though. They, they were good. Were... They were good. No, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah, not yeah. dogging it. Um, good music, cool car. I felt yeah. like cool setting. fucking setting. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was a, it was a way for them. He, he was probably like, I got this whole big budget. Let's rent some cool old he cars. He doesn't have that big of a budget, though. I mean, he doesn't need a big of a budget. He, all he needs is the actor budget. Right? I mean, I'm sure that's huge, but no, are you kidding me? This Production was, design on this was pretty pretty. Nothing. I guess you're right. This I do really want, by the way, that fucking, that Brad Pitt uh, Hawaiian shirt. It's so bad. That's pretty cool. I'm yeah, wearing cool that one. shit. I'm wearing it. I'm going to buy a fucking identical one. Don't <laughs> <laughs> so you think I'd look cool with that? No. <laughs> what? Sorry, you're Seriously? not. I can't picture you in a Hawaiian shirt and it looking good. Fuck you. I'm serious. What are you... What, what's wrong with that? I'm wearing a nice loose shirt over a tight uh, undershirt. You're like, you're always the black shirt kind of guy. You also said that these glasses would never work for me. They still don't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I just said that I couldn't, I didn't wear it, wasn't used to them yet. They work now? No. <laughs> Um, Fuck you. So I, I'm not gonna hate on him for that. I I thought sure, the driving sure. scenes ahead, were cool, yeah, and yeah. it was I a, liked it too. It was a good excuse to uh, to rent old cool cars and have them really actually also, he didn't driving. wreck them this time. Yeah, because death proof, great cars. Yeah, wrecked them all. Mm. <laughs> good. Um, the sound design on those parts are really good too. Oh fuck! Sorry to interrupt you again. Soundtrack. No, not that. Good that was good, too. Though. That was great, too. I mean, 60s. How yeah, do you yeah, fuck I'm that duh. up? But there was some pretty sick shots, um, especially with the car stuff. 
And also, uh, there were some shots where... Um, like where crane Brad, over the top of the house looked yes, amazing. Yes, yeah. yeah. Brad on the lot, and, like, it kind of, like, was kind of a man-on-the-street shot, and, like, but also he was, like, trying to walk on his own way. They kind of intersected... You know what I mean? That was sick. That yeah. was that was some good shit there. Go on. Sorry, Gabe. That was it. Um. Then there's also some really bad shots, like uh, the three very in-your-face, very unnecessary close-up foot shots. And I know I expect this from Quentin <laughs> yeah, Tarantino. I know, I know. But Margot Robbie in the theater. Yep. The hitchhiker smashing her fucking dirty hippie feet against the windshield. Yep. That really bothered me. And Dakota Fanning... Who is she, by the way? Oh, oh, she's Ethan Hawke's daughter. Is that who it was? Yeah. And Daco- Ethan Hawke and uh, Uma Thurman's daughter. Oh, yeah. 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 And Dakota Fanning in the ranch with her long... Schlobs. Gangly fucking... Her schlobs. Pose, her schlobs. <laughs> I feel like a retard, but who the fuck was Dakota Fanning playing? I didn't even. I didn't know she was yeah. the ginger that was. Oh, she was squeaky? squeaky from. That was. That was squeaky from. You. Yep. Ugh. Whoa. That fucked the, the, fuck the shit out of George from fucking Spawn Ranch. I or didn't whatever. know that was her. That, I saw her name in the credits and I I, I just and I was forgot. Like, oh, yeah, it literally left my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, all I think about her is fucking hide and seek starring Robert De Niro. <laughs> Do you know we gotta do that by the way we definitely oh, we do don't. it's so bad alright go ahead sorry Kim. but what, what's your fucking summation the best part of the movie is that it's in the 60s duh <laughs> um the major problem with this movie is how disjointed and yeah, yeah. The, it's it's literally three different movies that don't work together too. also it was a whole it was almost three hours long. Yeah. Easily could have cut an hour. Mm, I would say 45. This this is why Quentin Tarantino is so fucking self-indulgent. He's going to make me he sit there feet, for fucking three hours. He does whatever he wants because he can. This yeah. I feel I'm very... Actually, I'm glad, though, that a director like him can get a movie that gets wide release like this. And he does have... Uh, like, like actual like total directorial control. I've got sure. a lot of flashbacks to how I felt about the Hateful Eight as I yeah. did to this. I actually, this, by the way, seeing this made me go like, oh, the Hateful Eight sucks. You know what I mean? It had been a while since I'd seen the Tarantino movie. And I was like, I was like, like, oh, it was okay. And then I, like, watched this movie and I was like, oh, no, that movie fucking stinks. <laughs> it's, it's how I feel as a whole is that I liked the subject matter, sort of. I liked the setting, but I didn't like the movie as a whole. And that's kind of how I felt about I almost this. I don't think I liked anything from that movie. Also, by the way, I was having, I was, like, so sick from alcoholism at the time. When I saw it. You can't put that in your fucking review of a movie, though. <laughs> Whatever state you're in in your life at that time, that plays some factor in in your viewing it of a does, movie. It does, yeah. And then also, they were drinking in the movie, and I was just like, why am I drinking? No, not wrong. <laughs> um, furthermore, I was going to say that they... I was like, pussies. Like... <laughs> Could drink no. Kurt Russell under a table. Yeah, I could have. But, um... Ugh, to cut that out. But uh, <laughs> that movie sucks. Where though. do I start the cutout? 
Just any mention of alcoholism. <laughs> Never happened. It's true, though. So I'm, I was hard-pressed to put a number on this like Scott was. Um, yeah. What do you think, though? I just think so much more highly of Quentin Tarantino, and he just has been letting me ga- down recently is all. Here's the thing. I do think that this is sucks, but like at the same time, it's like also a solid... No, it's not solid. That's not the word. It's like middle-of-the-road Tarantino. It's middling Tarantino. Yeah. Middling Tarantino. So... Mr. Tarantino. It's Mr. Tarantino. The thing I was... I was stressed out it's the wrong thing, but the thing I was thinking about and racking my brain is like, do I want to recommend this? Because it wouldn't be a movie that... It wouldn't be a movie... Right. It wouldn't be a movie that I would say, oh, you've never seen a Quentin Tarantino movie? This yeah, wouldn't watch even... watch it once upon a time in Hollywood. This yeah. wouldn't even Death, come no, to yeah. my mind. There's... Uh, Jackie Brown's one that's super underrated and that not a lot of people have seen, and I would definitely recommend this Further highly more, over this. Reservoir Dogs is his first film and arguably one of his strongest. Mm. Of course, but I'm saying this this doesn't even... Well, no, I'm just saying no part in your career has any indicator as to when you're going to do a good movie, right? I agree. It's just what you're doing right then. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to give this a five. Wow. <laughs> because... I really... Uh, he just fucking Zeke Hall, by the way. <laughs> Unintentionally. <laughs> yeah, he did, though. I gotta fill in for Marshall, like <laughs> yeah, I said. Yeah, it's true, it's true. It's just... I didn't hate the movie, but I really don't... Not bad. I really don't... I'm actually kind of surprised, Gabe. I really don't think it's almost kind of not worth the watch, but it's not terrible, so it's like I'm really torn. Yeah, that's what I was too, yeah. This is this is one of the harder movies. I think movies. it's above a five, though. This is one of the harder movies I've had to rate, honestly. Because yeah. it's not like I hated it thoroughly. Oh, rocked. Mm. Yeah, in yeah, in say, some ways. It rocked like uh, the kids rocks. We didn't even bring up Al Pacino. Oh, fuck, dude, he sucks. I didn't think he's, he was that bad. I thought his character dude, was kind of suited. I literally, I literally heard the word Dunkachino in my head while I was hearing I mean, him talk. I always do. Yeah. He does the same performance in every movie. But did it work Post, for that character? He did a different it performance did. in He played a kike, yeah, sure. Yeah, he played a very kikey fucking, oh my god, I'm going to fucking sign you. I thought Scott would have loved it. <laughs> no, I didn't like it. I also, um, I couldn't find a way to... to Put this in there, but um, don't cry in front of the Mexicans was, was one of my good. favorite lines in the movie. That was a good line. Do you want to know something funny? Is um, when I was walking over to you, Don, uh, to tell you eh, mm-hmm. when we finished the movie, there was two seats over from you was like a boomer couple, and they saw me shaking my head and visibly laughed at me shaking my head. That must have been the same guy outside of the theater when we were discussing the movie and saying yeah. how it was disjointed and it was all d- different movies. Yeah. And he was like, he's in the corner like laughing and I was like looking over the guy like like fucking stop listening to us talk. It was a bald guy weirdo. with glasses. Did you see him? Is Did he have like guy? kind of a go-to beard? I didn't beard? look at his face. I just saw that he was It must have been glasses. the same fucking guy. No, because he was two seats over from you and yeah. I was walking over to you to go, eh, Mm-hmm. I put my arms up like eh, like that, and he looked at me going, shaking my head, and he goes, 
<laughs> and he taps his wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to also say the gun thing. Well, okay, fine. What was the gun? Yeah, in he, he mentioned this to me during the film. Um, when the girl. It's so funny the difference between what I say to Julia versus what Gabe says yes. to you during the movie. <laughs> I was trying to go like, it's Charlie Manson singing fucking uh, all the leaves are brown. <laughs> and like, I said like, other funny stuff to Don. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> fine. And Gabe's like, what a bunch of plebs. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Uh, even, uh, you yeah, knew. I, I'm sure whatever sing- you're going to say is I'm going to resonate with. Yes. You knew that he had a single reaction revolver, text yes, that he yes, brought into the yes, house. Yes, yes, yes. When yes. the girl's freaking out because she's on fire, she shoots multiple times in succession while just pulling the trigger. She did, and I thought about that literally eight hours later. Really? <laughs> Like, it, while watching the movie, it didn't mean shit to me. But they showed multiple close-ups. You know how sometimes it's like, oh, they must have just overthought it? They showed multiple close-ups of the gun, of the gun cocking. I thought about it about the same time as I thought about Leonardo DiCaprio using the, uh, the... Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely like, right. much more egregious. Yeah, yeah exactly. yeah. yeah. But I was just like, also, that was retarded that she just went pew, 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 pew with a fucking single action revolver. I understand that they were trying to uh, evoke should, a certain sh- emotion there. But they should have just shown him using a fucking double, double action, action revolver. revolver. Yes! Finally! Fuck! <laughs> that was a like, white one, white one. Look at the elbow. Yeah! yeah. Hell yeah. What, what difference would it have fucking made if he had a forty-four mag? Like the kind, literally, that fucking Clint Eastwood used in Dirty Harry. Yeah. That was a double action. You guys really care about this? Yeah. A little bit. It, that's, why a little it bothered, bit. that's why it bothered me. It was so easily amended. It could have been literally, the, the, the prop master could have been like, oh no, this isn't going to work. We have to do, like, you switch, switch guns. And it would have taken them literally 24 seconds to go like, oh, here, use this instead. I'm in, because I usually, I'm nitpicky about this thing, but this, I actually this think was ridiculous. Was, it's pretty This is ridiculous. Because they made it such a point to show you what type of gun it was. Thank you. And also, furthermore, when we watched fucking, uh, I saw the devil... And, like, he didn't rack the gun every time. Yeah. It's like, okay, fine. Maybe he no racked re- it off screen. Maybe. Also, furthermore, maybe some retard isn't going to notice. But this was, like, they made a point to show that he had a cowboy gun with a kind you... By the way, the gun they actually had in real life, Tex. Mm-hmm. Tex fucking whatever the fuck his Watson. name was. Watson, Yeah. He had a fucking shitty pistol because it, he actually never used it. He ended up stabbing everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Killed the baby. The only one that shot it was the burning girl. <laughs> well, in the movie, yeah. I meant in real life, but... Oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> all right, fuck this. The movie sucks. <laughs> Take a drink. Um, all right, so yeah, that was that. But, uh... I I liked it. Um, All right. And oh, I have one uh, one more line right, that get, I wrote get, down get, that get, I thought get, was funny. Get, get him, motherfucker. Uh, Margot Robbie. Uh, Fuck her. She picks up a hitchhiker in a Porsche. No one that owns a Porsche would ever fucking pick up a hitchhiker. Did, when did she pick up a hitchhiker? You remember that? 
and she like hugged her goodbye. And, oh, like, the girl. Shit. Well, I mean, wouldn't you, you know, probably trust a girl hitchhiker more than a guy hitchhiker? Well, sure. Yeah. No one that ever has driven a Porsche would pick up a hitchhiker. I wonder what hippie. Sharon Tate's uh, estate would only allow them to use her um, her likeness if uh, they included a scene where she was proven to be salt of the earth by picking up a hitchhiker. <laughs> <laughs> Probably though. Honestly, unironically un- un- though, yeah. Mm. Don's onto something. He's into it. Anyway, all right. Um, I don't know. Listen to our fucking stupid band. Uh, <laughs> Nothing but hits up bankcounts.com. Questions, comments, concerns, cinemapocalypse now. Gmail.com. Uh, like, oh. but Patreon. We have uh, we have bonus content coming still. Oh, you gotta edit that fuck. It's cooming. <laughs> it's cooming. Anyone would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, please do that. More important than uh, doing the Patreon thing. Let us know what a salty Mustang is, please. Yeah, please. I want to know. I didn't even Google it. Viewer voicemails. Leave us some on Anchor FM uh, app, or I think you can do it pretty much anywhere. You just click on the link. Yeah. Um, Inst- oh, oh, Instagram. Scott Lizard Abrams and uh, Cheap Guitars, Cheap Thrills. Uh. That's it. Kill yourself. It's not worth living anymore. Bye bye. I'm tired of living and scared of dying. Whoa. I'm wounded. This isn't skunked. He's a fucking idiot. Drowning in my crying Whoa Yeah, right Dude, he has the TV so loud It's turning retarded Let's see what he's watching No. Well, it has to do with that, honestly. Yeah, it stems from. Whoa, I wanna go back to the beginning. Back before everything became so terrifying. Whoa, am I really living? Or am I still sleeping? Well, I don't know.
window, uh, he couldn't you, make it. You want to watch Boogs Boonie? <laughs> this is a white guy that set it up. And then he. Did you want to watch Boogs Boonie? He couldn't Bo- get the fucking internet. Boomerang? 